Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Primetime on Money FM 89.3 and in the spotlight today, Malaysia's politics. That's after a rare bipartisan truce has been called in Malaysia's fractured political landscape. That's, of course, after Malaysia's government and the opposition Pakatan Harapan leaders signed a historic memorandum of understanding for the sake of political stability. What does this all mean? Well, we have Adib Zalkapli, director of Bauer Group Asia in Kuala Lumpur, joining us on the phone right now. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. Okay, so talk us through the details of the MOU on this bipartisan cooperation. What are some of the key takeaways for you here? Well, it's a very uh, detailed agreement. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, It's basically a... Uh, led the government's uh, legislative agenda uh, presented to the, the opposition. And it, at the same time, it is also effectively a confidence and supply agreement because I think uh, part of the agreement is that the opposition also has the responsibility uh, to support uh, government's budget following consultation and also uh, not to uh, defeat uh, government's bill. Uh, but on the government's part, as a uh, commitment to uh, table uh, uh, bills to limit the prime minister's term, uh, introduce uh, anti-party hopping laws, and as mm. well as uh, introduce the necessary laws to uh, lower the, the, the voting age. So it's mm. essentially a, a reaffirmation of, of parliamentary process. Adib, given the political fighting between the parties over the last, well, almost two years now, or maybe even longer than that, how will this memorandum of understanding enable all political uh, differences to be put aside? Is that even possible? Well, it's uh, still early days, but the but you rightly put the context there that uh, I think we've seen 18 months of, of, of fighting. Uh, but I'd like to go... Uh, way before that. Uh, as you know, Malaysia has had uh, decades of uh, a powerful executive, very powerful government, uh, and very powerful prime ministers in the past who uh, that have, uh, I think, allowed parliament uh, to lose its uh, uh, independence and its ability to perform uh, its key role, which is to uh, hold the government to account and uh, robustly debate uh, government's legislation. So looking at that context, you know, uh, to over two decades of, of, of undermining the parliamentary process. So the agreement is, is a good start you know, to hopefully mm-hmm. uh, restore uh, parliament's uh, independence. Adib, let's put all of this in perspective because we are in the middle of, the, of a pandemic and the king has expressed that he wants MPs to focus on efforts to fight COVID-19. Are lawmakers now focused on achieving this together? Well, I mean, if we, if we zoom on the uh, government efforts to fight the, the pandemic, I think generally MPs are united. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some disagreements, uh, especially on um, in the past. There are some in, uh, disagreements on uh, on financial assistance, uh, cash transfers uh, to the low income groups. Uh, but the, the but the efforts to the government efforts to fight the pandemic, I think, have never been politicized uh, to the point that the uh, measures to fight the pandemic, you know, whether it's vaccination or or improving uh, hospital capacity are, are derailed. If there are any disagreements, it's all about uh, resources, uh, 
for example, you know, certain, certain states are, you know, complaining about uh, lower vaccine supply, you know, certain states are talking about hospital resources. So, in a way, yes, they are united in fighting the pandemic. If there's any issue it's, uh, at this stage, it's, it's a competition for resources. We're speaking to Adib Zalkapli, director of Bauer Group Asia, about the ongoing situation, political situation in Malaysia. Adib, the deal outlines that parliament will not be dissolved before August of 2022, meaning Malaysia will not have to face a general election for at least another year. What's been the reaction to this, especially as this is the second uh, prime minister Malaysians haven't voted for since 2018? In a way, it's a good thing. I think this is uh, the first time that a sitting prime minister is uh, setting uh, an expiry date, if you like. You know, Legally, the prime minister can serve until the end of the uh, current parliament's term, which is uh, sometimes in, in, in uh, mid-third quarter of 2023. But by agreeing to this agreement, that where parliament will not be dissolved or before August 22, 2022, so it's implicitly saying that this government may or may, may expire by then, uh, meaning there will be, uh, parliament will be dissolved and general election will be called. So it's, it's always good to have an expiry date, especially for, for a prime minister from a party that, that did not win the last uh, general election. And I think if you look at the mistake of his predecessor, who also became a prime minister following uh, post-election coalition realignment, I think the biggest mistake at that time was not to set a timeline for mm. parliament, dissolution of parliament. Okay, well, Adam, thank you so much for joining us today to share all of your insights and analysis on what's happening over in Malaysia and the political scene there where you are. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Adib Zalkapli, director of Bauer Group Asia. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.